are listening to Jim and Donnie's Short, Sharp and Fitness podcast, brought to you by oldbullhealth.com, your hosts Donnie Singe and Jim Bolt. Welcome back. I'm Jim Bolt, and with me is the legendary Donnie Singe. The legendary. Mm-hmm. I like that. That means almost like past tense. The legend of Brookvale. <laughs> the scourge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with me is Donnie Singe. You're listening to the Old Bull Health Short, Sharp and Fit podcast. Please subscribe and share if you like what you hear so more people can hear and we can extend our listener base from the current mm-hmm. three to maybe five. Yes. We are available on all major podcasting platforms, easy to find. Just search for Short, Sharp and Fit or Old Bull Health. Okay, Donnie, today, this is a highly controversial and interesting topic, mm. but we're going to talk about supplements in Australia, which is really vitamins and minerals, mm. right? And, I, you know, Donnie, personally, I feel like vitamins and minerals get a bad rap. You know, the other thing is that obviously you don't need a, a prescription, right, for, for Not vitamin or mineral no. mix no. as such. And as such, anyone who's making them obviously wants to sell them. Yes, and, the, you know, as everyone wants to sell them, the harder they have to push, right? Yeah. Um, so so that bec- – and, and then there are obviously people that make claims or do mm-hmm. silly things that, that then bring the whole – potentially the whole industry into disrepute in some yeah. cases, right? Yeah. Well, now, well, look, nowadays there's a tremendous amount of research around – uh, dietary intake for populations, mm-hmm. and and it's actually uh, yeah highly validated around what's missing. So it's it's a it's a hell of a lot. It's a whole different show now, but but there is still a part of that industry out there who mm. know that emotionally they can connect with people if they can offer a shortcut to what people think is going to give them a happiness. Yes, and, but I think uh, and I think the other thing is the education of the the general public because you're not naturally going to a doctor who's going to talk about a specific drug that has got all this research and clinical mm. trials behind it, um, you're kind of making some of these decisions yourself. So, um, you know, so certainly when I talk to customers, they, I feel there's a lot of distrust. That often starts from there. Yep. Um, and then I also find that also there's this uncertainty or, or, or not a lot of education or knowledge as to actually what do I need why do I need it? What does it do? It's kind of, oh, I saw an mm. ad or I walked mm. past something on the shelf and thought, oh, mm. that'll give me mm. a bit of eyesight, a bit of awesome. Yeah. You probably touched on the most important thing. Why? What, what, why am I using the supplement? Mm. What What do I need the supplement for? What is it replacing or, or um, you know, bringing up to normal levels? Well, I might not what be is using it? something and, and, and it's affecting potentially quality of life or, or in, in a certain way, which I'm not aware of, right? Uh, absolutely. So, but that's the other part of that question is is you know if I, that's why you would ask, do yeah. I need do I need the supplement? And um, what am I trying to achieve? Yeah. yeah. And 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 look, over the years, so, so I started off by talking about the industry and it's had mm. its ups and downs. The reality right now, and and especially from my knowledge of coming out of twenty years in the mm. NRL, no. um, is that supplements do have a legitimate place in people's diets nowadays. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, uh, because uh, because most a lot of people, well, don't eat or initially eat a balanced diet, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a whole lot of things to consider. Here. So I thought a good place to start is to talk a little bit about the TGA or the Therapeutic Goods Administration mm-hmm. um, and what they do. And, and rather than me put that in my own words, if you go to the website, uh, and, and the TGA is responsible for regulating basically um, therapeutic goods, which includes, mm-hmm. so it could be a device, um, it includes prescription medicine, but it also includes comp- complementary medicines, which includes things like vitamins and, and yep. minerals, yep. right? Yep. So the TGA is responsible for regulating the supply, import, export, manufacturing, and advertising of therapeutic goods. 
The TGA monitors and enforces regulatory compliance in relation to therapeutic goods, and this supports consumer protection and a fair market for industry. Okay, so that regulatory compliance piece is an interesting bit because if you are buying Australian, it should be included in what's called the ARTG, which is the Australian Register of Therapeutic Goods. We'll talk about that in a minute. And it also then means there's been some consideration of the ingredients and the amounts that it can be used and what amounts are required to make a claim about that product. Um, and that allows it to be sold in the local market. So if you are not in the ARTG, um, you should not be advertising or supplying mm. locally. Okay, makes sense? Yeah, that, that does make sense. And so, okay. Yep, yep. Donnie, so when it comes to complementary medicines, okay, there's a whole bunch of uh, ingredients, and those ingredients are determined to be suitable based on relevant research and also amounts that may, you know, support certain claims. And also the maximum amounts uh, in a particular product or across the range of your products, all right? These medicines are included in what I, what I mentioned before, which is the ARTG or the Australian Register of Therapeutic Goods. It's online. Just search ARTG. You should find it. And it's under the TGA website. Mm -hmm. And that contains therapeutic goods that may be lawfully supplied in Australia. So if you're not sure about a product, that's always a good mm -hmm. place to start is go to the ARTG, do a search and check. Okay, if the product is registered, mm -hmm. it will tell you the type of registration, the ID number or OSTL mm -hmm. or OST registration number, who the sponsor is in, a, in, in, in terms of where it's coming from and what the ingredients are. So you get mm -hmm. all that information there. So if you, if you do see a product you're not sure, that's always a good mm -hmm. place to start is the ARTG because then you know it falls under the auspices of the TGA. Make is it, sense? Is there something on the label? What is it that the, when they pick when they pick it up? Is there anything on the label or the bottle or the package? Yes, that gives them. Yeah, so there should be a, on a complementary medicine such as a, a vitamin, there should be an OST L number, and it's usually okay. a, a five yeah. or six digit digit yeah. number, which is the registration number. Okay, and it needs to have a current registration to be legally sold. So, so Jim. With that in mind, can you can you sell unregistered products here in Australia? So, Donnie, good good question. Um, and in most cases, you so you should you should be in the ARTG before you can be law, lawfully sold, and that's governed by their advertising code and underpinned by the Therapeutic Goods Act of nineteen eighty nine. But you can still buy them, but they are considered unapproved. Mm, all right, okay. they've not been evaluated for their quality, safety, and effectiveness, yeah. and not been assessed per that TGA to be included in the in the mm. ARTG. But the other side of that is generally they must be shipped from overseas and they may not be marketed or advertised here. So if you see an ad for, say, a weight loss product or testosterone booster, for example, guaranteeing a testosterone boost or a T-boost as they talk, and it's an advert, a sponsored ad, you most they are most likely breaching the local legal requirements or regulatory requirements and they're making probably dis disallowed claims as well as not being in the ARTG. Mm -hmm. And then I suppose, you know, our message is you need to think about whether you want to use a supplement from a company that's clearly not following the rule of law. The other interesting thing, Donnie, is from the 1st of November 23, any sports supplement in medicinal dosage form, which is a tablet, caps tablet capsule or pill, mm. will be regulated as a therapeutic good. So any claims relating to performance in sport or recreational sport 
will fall under the code and need to be registered, which I right. think is great news. Mm. Look, that is great news, and especially if you're, if you're looking at sport, and it, mate, it is so tight and and um, litigious and and monitored heavily uh, and, and very frequently um, tested I- I- anything mm. that you're going to mm. use with sport. So, so, so how does this affect uh, or does it affect the old bull in any way? Um, Donnie, so obviously, um, you know, our green powder and protein, for example, that falls under the ANZUS food code. So that's yep. not registered with the ARTG, yep. but it's a food stuff. Um, but our other products our, our, uh, that we sell, yes, they are registered. They're OSTEL. Um, they've got OSTEL numbers and they're mm. registered and they fall within the ARTG and it's easy for them to find it. If you search by the name, um, you know, stress and cognition formula, for example, yep. you will find that in the in the ARTG. So, Jim, if if it's not in the ARTG, is it still safe? So, Donnie, good question. Um, you know, we we always try and benchmark and look at what what's going on in the market. And recently, we looked at T boosters. Okay, and you can mm-hmm. find that link on our on our homepage. So, you know, the first thing is in Australia, you you cannot call a, a registered product a testosterone booster, right? right? So, if you are looking at a at a T boost or testosterone booster, it's most likely coming from overseas, and this is assuming it's not prescribed. All right. Yeah. Yep. If it's coming from overseas and it's not registered in Australia in, in, the, in the ARTG, it shouldn't be marketed, but nevertheless, there is a market here for them, uh, as you would imagine. Um, so therefore, the other other side of that, so there's a couple of things here. The other side of that is if if they're not um, registered, and, and of the ones we checked, which are quite common, you'd probably recognize some of the names, none of them were registered with the TGA, mm-hmm. but thus you have to buy them from overseas. And because the shipping is expensive, and usually in US dollars from overseas, they usually want you to buy six to, to, to three to six months worth. And, and my issue or challenge with that is twofold. So the first thing is that many of these have very high levels of certain ingredients. So, you know, you essentially, you, you know, you, you're committing to what's potentially a higher level of intake for a longer period of time. And, yeah. and the benefit yeah. is not linear. You know, the more you take, the more benefit you yeah. don't work like yeah, that. Yeah. And in some cases, you're not, you don't have any idea where they're actually made or what the ingredients are. Yep. Okay. So many of these ingredients actually lack evidence as to the claims made on them, but you can say whatever you like on mm-hmm. a website if you're not registered because there's no one monitoring or, or yep. you're not answering to anyone. Um, and as I said, some of them don't actually list those ingredients either. So where is it made? Is it registered anywhere? Um, you've got one body. Do you really want to be putting that stuff well, in your body? Well, yeah. Yeah, you know, that, and that is a concern because do you, do you have an example – uh, of an ingredient that that exceeds the local guidelines. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think probably, and this is on the website as well. There was one example where vitamin D three is included at five times um, the locally max allowable dose. Mm. All right, so fifty fifty six percent higher, and that's fifty six percent higher than the upper limit. Yep. Okay, so we'll talk about upper limits in another another podcast. All right. So, you know, that might be fine for a couple of days or a week or two, but it's probably not something that you want to continue on with, um, especially yeah. if you've got a vitamin or mineral that kind of accumulates within your system as well. So I think a couple of things to consider is that, and this is based on on feedback and, and sometimes on our socials as, as well, is that the perception is that if it's Australian made, it's expensive. Okay. Mm. Um, but 
your health, bad health can be more expensive. Absolutely. And, you know, when I looked at, at our, at our and, and when we benchmark some of this stuff, all right, we, you know, you're still competitive. Uh, you know, mm. T boosters can, uh, the T boosters we looked at average $3.56 a serve, the most expensive being $6 a serve. Okay. And that excluded the delivery. Uh, and the average increase in price from 22 to 23 was 18.8 percent. So if you're buying local, it means you're buying into you're buying Australian, but you're also something you know from an Australian business. Um, but you're also buying into a regulated and transparent category uh, for your safety. Uh, and um, but if you aren't concerned, then you know go for it. Mm. But just be clear on what you need or don't need. Do some research not only on the ingredients but in the amounts. Uh, and we've got some podcasts on that coming up, but you know, just be clear on 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 what you're buying, mm. and and you can obviously make the call then in terms yeah. of that ingredient list and and registration mm. and where it's made and and what you prepare to accept as a consumer, I guess. Yeah, well, listen, be very clear, uh, be very clear, because once you put it in, it's in. <laughs> once you put that in your body, man, it's in. So yes. uh, it's going to run right through your system. So. So uh, always be mindful of the validity of of, um, of what you're looking at and, and what you're prepared to take um, for your health. And Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But hopefully that hopefully that explains a little bit more about the TGA and their role uh, and about the registration of, of of what you could call complementary medicines, or in our case, we're talking more around vitamins and minerals. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, there's also uh, traditional medicines as well. <laughs> all right, thanks, folks. That's all. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Jem and Donnie's Short, Sharp and Fitness podcast brought to you by oldbullhealth.com. For more information, visit our website or find us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook or Instagram. Or drop us an email if you do have any questions or would like to suggest a topic. Help at oldbullhealth.com.